This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yeah, that's a good DP. Hey, everybody. Uh, baseball's never been better. We're living life. We're hotter. It's so hot, it's so hot right now. Yeah. Uh, I checked the heat index, and uh, it apparently reads uh, all-time high and wag me. So uh, <laughs> that is, it's, it's, hot, it's, it's hot baseball action. And you know what else is hot in the street is old Pepe. It's quite the uh, run in the last couple of days. Like I, I'm an asshole and only bought three because I'm a dumbass and I should have bought more of them. But I had twenty bucks left over in Pepe. That is now worth almost four hundred dollars. Um, just to put that in perspective, I know you guys were playing at a much higher level there, but let's let's dive into how how we're valuing these today because it's crazy. Hold on. First, I want to dive back at you. And like, this is like, uh, so on the, and we were going to, I know we talked about, we're going to talk about the three spot later and every man kitsch, but who is the dumb, dummy, dumb head who everybody said, all right, don't buy your shit ahead of time. Wait for them to announce the thing. Don't buy your shit ahead of time. Wait for them to announce the thing. You're like, Hey guys, I bought ahead of time and I'm $4 short of the next one. It's like, I guess I will get a fourth one. It's like, you had it. Like, I'm never going to get on to people for not buying stuff they didn't have. But you had it. You had it. And you just bought early. And then you were like, nah, I'm not going to top it off. That's that's the, I don't I don't point a lot of fingers or like say like, man, you screwed up. But I'm pointing a finger at the direction you're at. And I'm going to say you screwed up. And it's hilarious. So um, my only silver lining here is that there's going to be more Pepe drops. And now it's worth more. I don't know. Maybe it goes further. We'll see. And also, I mean, shout out to the 20 bucks that's worth 400. Like, that's dope. Uh, yeah, it would have been cool I... if I dropped a grand in there. We've been sitting pretty. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I had either simultaneously bought more three Z's and Pepe's or, and or just bought more Pepe. That, that would have been good for my life. But here so I that's sit. A, this is perfect right here, right? So what would you rather have? The Pepe or the Pepe NFT? Well, I, I mean, I'd say the Pepe because I could just buy it from people. I could buy those threesies from people for a lot less than, I don't know. It went from $33 to what you said. Uh, many, five. So, so, yeah, so this this is our this is our um, this is our talking point to kind of start this up off. If you look at your Etherscan transactions on on something like Pepe on ETH, it'll show like value today, value that day, things like that. Uh, like whatever Oracle it points to for the coins on things like Pepe, it'll show today's total of that thing. So uh, today I've, I've been kind of monitoring this because threes had that the other day of like, anybody wants me to buy them out, 175 bucks each. If you look at today's thing, and this is as of an hour and a half ago, and I think it's gone up a bit since the $33 item at the time the value was announced, or 33-ish, uh, was worth about 400 each. However, you have to apply your perspectives. So, like, one of the things we want to talk about was, like, how, and I think this is a good three-headed dragon discussion, is how do you value that and where do you value that? Because we saw this uh, when I first jumped into to threesomes. We saw Tez triple out of nowhere or kind of double up it, it it went on a quick skyrocket like three to eight or something like that like we talked about before when i bought my swipe how 
all of a sudden it went from a 300 Tez item back to a one or like a 90 and like it hurt a little, you know, to have like bought at that, but like, you know, it's that perspective and it's that, how do you value this item going forward? And I haven't checked in the last hour, but an hour ago, there was a threes Pepe sitting out there on the market for 0. 0.183, 0.83, 0.183 ETH was like 360, which means someone is now selling it for a quote unquote loss, even though it's still a gain if they take it, things like that. And it's this weird, when you have your token like rip up like that, it's this weird, uh, what is it? Because I don't, I, I would say 99% be you're sitting on your remainder from the mint, but it's like, it's this wild uh, psychological thing of like, uh, like up every block of 10 is worth like, was worth like four grand now. Like if you think about like that market cap and thing. So, so yeah, that, that question does go out. It's like, would you, <laughs> is there anything you would have done different? Kitch, you I mean, could, knowing, knowing what I know now, I would have, I would have bought ten Pepe's, and I also would have put a thousand bucks into the coin itself. Like, I mean, that's also hindsight twenty twenty. I mean, if I it's hindsight, using full hindsight, like you're trying to there, why wouldn't you mortgage your house and then put it on there? I mean, like you gotta, you gotta level set this a little bit. Um, like, if I had full hindsight, I would have cashed every fucking thing ever and dumped it in. Right? Like, we we can't, you can't, but like. I, I wonder, because you know Threes is sitting there going, fuck you, challenge accepted, I'll deliver on this. You know, 100%. right? 100%. That's what I'm not afraid of, is that the value will match whatever Threes needs it to be. And yeah. it's we're going to keep riding no matter what. I'm just wondering in my brain, like, I know how he, he inserts chaos into a lot of this, right? And I think this was a chaos nexus point of it going one of two ways, right? So he must have anticipated this. It's like... I know that these are either going to skyrocket in value or they're going to drop participantsly when the meme coin shits the bed. Now we're riding upwards at this moment, which is great for everyone that bought in great for everyone that got exposed to Pepe. I'm just wondering, like, I wonder if threes had a really solid feeling that it would go this way rather than the other way. I mean, I think, uh, Ed Crouton, feel free to jump on, uh, uh, I, based on our conversations, I don't think either of us expected this. Uh, we expected more, but I, nobody, nobody could fucking expect this. Like it's, it is running laps around expectations or, or else we all would have made more moves. Like, um, yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, as it, you, know, you asked how you value the 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 token itself you know so luch to your point that is still available for sale here yeah it's 0.183 eth which is worth 365 dollars so yeah on a if, if theoretically the seller sold that and then wanted to swap it back to pepe they would be taking an l now obviously they're not going to do that so kind of doesn't matter but to your point it is interesting how how you think about it, how you look at it. Um, how would I value uh, a Pepe X threesies? Hmm. Um, Does it get more obfuscated because the selling and buying is now an ETH versus like if it said a number of Pepe, 
does that change things in your mind? Yeah. Well, yeah. Go ahead, Luis. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like huh. if OpenSea supported Pepe, the seller would have left the listing up probably in Pepe originally for 6X, and then that would just keep ramping up, right? Like, I don't think they're paying attention to the fact that, and we saw this problem with base cards, with things like that, of thinking of things in that native currency, even when the value changes, you you lose sight of, of some of what's going on. So like, yeah, I mean, like you would have been, you would have been hedged to where you wouldn't be able to underprice yourself unless you actually lowered below mint there. That's yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's the, it's the inverse of what we saw as Tez, you know, dropped like a rock essentially where people had thrown up listings for things at 300, 400 Tez, both when that was crazy in Tez terms, as well as, anchoring to the thought that Tez was $4 or $5 or $6. And then <laughs> that no longer was the case. And they didn't go back or consider changing the price of their listing. And I know I've talked about it previously where I've found good opportunities to buy things when Tez is dropping like a rock because I can make offers in Tez that sound more compelling than they actually are. Um, and I guess, you know, the, if you could do it again to answer Fitz's question, I mean, look, I'd have bought a lot more of the, the Pepe's and I also would have bought a lot of actual Pepe coin, but, um, you know, I sure didn't. And here we are, but you know, if I could do it all over again, it's tough. So few, so few of the actual tokens themselves were sold, I think it would be difficult to round them up on the secondary, even with a big bag of cash. Because, I mean, at some point you get to the, the the point where, hey, you know, someone who has five or six or seven and, you know, not able to willing, able or willing to part with too terribly many of them. So it'd be difficult to round them up, even if you were offering a lot in ETH or fiat. It's tough. It would be difficult to separate people from them. But they are worth more now. We can all agree on that. Like, right? Yeah. So, uh, for, real quick, one one question before we leave that last part. Crouton, did you consider buying it the coin pre threes drop? No. No. So, so one that that's 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 two out of the three people here that why well, it's not even on your radar. So you can't play the. Oh no! Why did I spend it on this rather than holding? Or... I only yeah, no, got it no. because threes brought it up, and so Correct. I'm riding yeah. that because of the project. That's the only reason I would have touched. Yeah, it. at no point was I contemplating this in my own personal life at all. So no, I, I, I've not had any loss of sleep over that um, at all. And and I've I so I'm the only one who had a bad you know a, a skin bit, in the game. Well, a little bit going in. But only because Threes is like, hey, man, have you been seeing it? And I'd seen 30, 40 tweets about it. And I'm like, nah, I'm not going to touch it. And he was finally like, yeah, I picked some up. And I'm like, we, we'd already been doing this, uh, this Thelma and Louise thing with a couple other coins. Uh, when we got our uh, <laughs> the drop from Arbitrum, where we'd be like, what are you going to do with Thelma? I don't know, Louise. <laughs> so it was just like, well, if he's in the car on this one, like, let's go to the Grand Canyon. So <laughs> it was like only because of threes did i have some and that's why like it was funny like i when i was looking at the sales i was like all right i'm gonna buy 33 or whatever like that's a good number because i kind of thought it was gonna do a couple x's and we've talked before about like 
why do you do some other market things? And it's like, because I, I know I will sell some of those things and do some other stuff. Like this, I'm not really going to sell. So like, if I'm locking something up, I'm locking something up. Not a regret thing, but I know like, it's not really like a... It's not liquid. It's, it is and it isn't, right? Like, right, right. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. It is theoretically liquid, but in first. practice, you're not going to... Yes, absolutely. That's the same yeah. way I, I don't sell things. Uh, I don't sell threesomes. So anything that I buy, I'm keeping, which is a different dynamic because if this was something I don't care about, it'd be very easy to buy 100 and say, well, I don't even give a shit. I'll just sell all of them or 80 or 70 and then free roll. But, you know, that, that isn't going to happen. I'm going to use every single one of them or die trying essentially so and that's why i was like all right I, like i saw retro's numbers and i was like ah fuck and then i saw crouton's numbers and i was like ah fuck and you know like so i kept like edging it up and like my buy-in on that awesome you know like you know i i think maybe i spent what would have been like four or five hundred on the whole drop because i got into it a couple days earlier right like so it's nothing there, but I did have that thought right after of like, I should cover this, shouldn't I? Should I buy some more in? And I'd already done my like cover your profit move that you're supposed to do on coins. I'm like, nah, sitting pretty. And it's like that like, dumb bitch. So like, <laughs> that's my only like, I don't regret my number. I don't regret the play. I only regret like not kind of refilling a little half. But I'd already, like, uh, anybody who was around last late April, early May with some high-profile NFTs, this is a trigger time. This is a uh, a very hard time of the year for me right now. And so, like, I just, I, I couldn't do it. So, uh, but but what I would say is what this leads into is the idea of what to trade these for or how to value these was really where... I was wanting to go to because like we're not going to be a week to week like a market talk on Pepe but it is fucking permeated into everything right now and so like I was I, I missed the a post from we have we have a team market channel and I'm sure you guys might or other teams might of like uh post it here first or post ideas here first maybe check with us first and one of the members was looking to trade for a, you know, a couple of these. And luckily they had, I, I, I missed it for a few days. And like, when I looked, I was like, dude, I, I'd seen that post in main market about like coders for Pepe's. And I'm like, one-to-one -one coders do it. And like, I kind of backtracked it. I think he, I think he was able to get three Pepe's out of one coder. And I'm like, nice win. Cause you did it wow. days ago, you know, but like, that's how quick like that, stretch and like because so many people slept on the drop or didn't get in the drop or blah 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 and there's if you look at who minted big time me crouton razor retro you know Thanks. stuff like that there's a lot less fluid than you would think so like i i don't think you're going to catch too many trade deals i think once you start to come to the table on a trade i'm very much likely going to say what is the current value of this item based on what it costs plus utility? And like, don't be surprised if I start saying, oh yeah, that's a cat mom. Oh yeah, that's a such and such. And that's not like a shakedown. That's a, you just fucking know that Threes is going to want to deliver the value that it's worth.
and you know plus so <clears throat> i don't know that's the key yeah, takeaway no. here is that threes is going to outpace this coin it doesn't matter at the end of the day like these threesies x pepe are going to deliver the value that the threes wants it to well it's interesting so at some point, that might be TPO one value. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't guarantee top, but like at least like he's gonna look at like, hey, what did it cost? What do we do? Like, it's it, we'll see where it goes. It's getting wild out there. Well, you know, so I know Luce said, yeah, we we saw some trades of Pepe's for coders, and you know, when that was first proposed, I thought that was a really interesting trade. Um, I think it's a good. I mean, a full base, a Series 8 base for a Pepe that was, I mean, an open edition for, I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Um, it, it's went up saying, since we started talking, by the way, and that $33 is now worth way over 500 bucks, I think. So that's like, that's more than a base card, right? Especially for well, 8 or 9. Depends on what kind of base card. But yeah, the, um, you know, I guess, you know, from a different perspective, I could argue that the value has not changed one iota we haven't done anything i'm not suggesting i think it's worth 33 dollars. let me be crystal clear but it was also never worth 33 dollars. let's also be clear never has something that you bought as an open edition been worth what you paid for it even after the window ends um so i don't know it's, it's an interesting conversation you know i'm not i'm not looking to trade any i'm not really considering that i don't have enough um no one does um but you know it, in some respects, sure, the Pepe that you use to buy it is now worth 500 plus, thank you, according to Kitsch. Um, but on the other side of the coin, absolutely no utility has been announced. Nothing has changed. Zero have been, well, I suppose now, a small handful have been used or you know, they will be burned for those who didn't live in the Pacific Rim and missed the quiz and chose to take it. So, you know, it's an interesting conversation because, yes, the value of the coin that the token was denominated in at one time has absolutely ripped, but nothing else has changed, which is a really fun and interesting way to kind of think about how, what is anything worth? And, right, you know, maybe uh, that's the conceptual thing he's playing with here is just value in itself. Well, right? well I, uh, you know, one, there is the, what is anything worth? And I think the real answer is going to be somewhere in the middle, but like, it depends on who you're dealing with is going to be how they value it. But like, I am speaking to the masses when I say like, you know, maybe weigh a couple factors when you're looking at, at, at what these items are worth to you. Like if you're going into your trade, it's like, man, it's, it's just such a crazy pace, but you wouldn't have been there. Like, right. Like there's somewhere in the middle, but if we look at something like the quiz, and threes heavily said this is participating it's not far-fetched to think that the item you know trading a pepe in for whatever this was to participate you quickly see some form of quick baseline value on what that is whenever that might if we're going to be so bold as to say we're going to get a participant level item out of it the opportunity to participate Cost of Pepe, you're right. If you, if you miss, so 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 that one's gonna have some value that we can pin something on. But like uh, talking about value too much with this project, so never mind. 
favorite thing. It's more the what is the use, what is the fun. But I did think today was that rare opportunity in mm-hmm. my head when I saw the open sea listing two days ago versus today. We we're just like, that's a sale, <laughs> you know, like this is literally undervalued. Uh, by oh, I agree, I agree. But how cool is it? I, exactly like you said though that you know he buys it for thirty three dollars in Pepe. It probably should be lifted at that that price that is you know three sixty five current in fiat and it's just I mean what is that? It should be a quarter cool. each. Well, that's what I mean. But I mean, like, how cool is that? That even though he's not doing it right, you and I and Luz can all make a really compelling argument. Yeah, that that should probably get someone should probably buy that on some level. It's interesting. So, a real quick side talk um, for people that aren't used to this environment. Uh, I was wondering how threes would handle certain things with these being on ETH chain. Um, to retake or to take the quiz if you'd missed it and you weren't in whatever regions, you have to send them this item. It's not free. It's, you know, it's going to be five or six in gas. You might have to approve the token to transfer it. Please, if you are part of this project and want to be part of this project and haven't been in this ecosystem on this side very much, set up a little reoccurring order on on Coinbase or whatever you use for some ETH every week to start building up a little gas money. Not even talking about a war chest, but just, you know, the like like he's talked about, some of the safety rails are coming off. Um, and those aren't just about like who buys and things like that. It's about some of the cost of business in this area. Um, and luckily i've I've been on this side for a couple of years now, and i and I can maneuver my way. But if you're used to Tez or used to nifty, it it gets a little daunting and stuff. And like again, if something doesn't look right or it seems too much, just like reach out. Like we can point out like, hey, man, maybe just wait till like midnight or something to to do that. You might save half or things like that. But there's there's part of playing in this side that you're gonna need to get used to. So. Just, Plenty of people in the grotto to answer the question, so just ask them. Please. Definitely. And I heard that Pepe is being listed on Binance already, and it's on its way to Gemini, and that's part of the, the rocket upwards from what I'm hearing in the streets. Yes, those those streets, those, those pee-pee-filled streets. Yep. Uh, <laughs> what is the real quick, I, and we can move on from this item. We just didn't have any new items this week. Uh, I was going to look at the breakdown of ownership, which is always an interesting um, thing. The sell pressure holders are definitely not in anybody that holds more than 10. It's it's going to get weird. Um, uh, there's only like two of these wallets I haven't like back checked or something. But anybody that's got 10 or more isn't really going to be your seller. So like, if you're still without a couple of these, I hate to say this as someone who's got a ton of them. Like, I don't want to like say like, give me all your base cards. Start prepping yourself to give me, to, to, to free something like that up. Like you've really got to, I, I think you've really got to think about these at a, at a new tier. Um, it's only a matter of time before a 10 spot of these 
at mint price is more than the original 3Z. Like we're hours away from that as a reality. Wild. Yeah. And don't and, forget and, the historical yeah. aspect of this in the future. Like that brings value to this as well as like it's three's first men on Pepe. It's one of the first Pepe NFTs that we know of. Like th- this has a lot of different value adds to it. I feel like this specific Pepe coin, I, I wouldn't want to step on seven years of counterparty Bitcoin Pepe's like, Oh, I meant like the Pepe on this coin. I know, what you, I know what you mean, but I just want to clarify for the kids at home. Yeah. I don't want anyone getting mad at me. Pepe's been around forever. Cornholio would show up at your door and just stab you. <laughs> no question. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. The uh, the last thing I'll say about this is, yeah, Luis, good point. The uh, as you look at, you know, sure, there's 780 of them, and that sounds like you know, perhaps a, a a large number. But when you really look at the distribution, like Luis kind of touched on there, it's yeah. How many unique owners? 62. But Grotto, you know, Grotto. even amongst even amongst that, there's you know the Close to 200 of them are held by three people. So and let's talk about then, that real quick. Um, that, that does segue into spring training, which isn't as formal yet as spring training was last time. You know, last time it was spring training form. This is this, but this has been listed as spring training. Like uh, threes, threes was sick. We couldn't exactly form up the same way, uh, but we tried to note like this is, this and the quiz are spring training. This was individual, but the quiz was team. I, uh, I, I've i talked about it on here before. Uh, I had a two-season mentality with our team where I had a long leash on um, even, even bringing some people back that just kind of did the minimum of like, I, I just want, I want to figure this out with you and maybe you'll figure it out along the way of like two seasons of, we'll we'll get this together we'll we'll figure out what participating means what helping the team means and things like that i will be personally you know going through this owner list and checking for my team participation uh on the quiz i'm very much looking forward to threes releasing the results so i can check for my team participation one of these one of these costs money uh, it's not free to swap. It's not free to bridge. It's not free to blah, blah, blah. I get that. And like, there's always a certain level of like, I know people aren't ready for X, Y, or Z every time. And I know there was more than, it wasn't just $33 to, to do this. It wasn't, you know, we told everybody like, be ready for 80 just to do one. And then as you do other things, the costs kind of merge in. Cause you still just do one swap. You still do one mint, blah, blah, blah. So like, I get it. it. It may have been the wrong time. You couldn't do 10. Like, that's not what I'm asking. But I know personally, like yesterday when the second chance at the quiz came up and I know people that needed to take it didn't have a Pepe, but like should have been reaching out to get one because if you're not doing a spring training thing that's free, that sounds like it's going to throw you a a, a an important item to help the team and to participate. What am I keeping you on the roll for? What are you, what are you doing here? And, and I just know for my team, I made it pretty clear that like, this is, 
this is getting monitored. And if you find yourself on the participants team, you know, this season or on a new team or no team next season, I, this, these are the things that you start to look at. And if you're listening to the pod, who knows how many people I'm talking to, right? Like, but you know, because usually the people who are falling off or missing probably aren't tuning in every week. So if you've got a friend that you know that's still involved, but only partially, like, I don't know, this stuff was big. Like, slipping on the quiz thing, I get it. It sounds weird to hop on a quiz, but this is the third chance. Baseball may have three strikes, you know, things like that. It's just, it's, it's, it's not going to get you very, very far with the monsters and probably not with other teams. I don't, I don't know what you guys think, but. Yeah, I don't disagree. It's tough. Um, obviously we all have things in life and no one's going to be perfect at everything, but you know, when you, when you, when you fail to participate in things, it doesn't tend to, to bode very well for you long-term here because all threesomes have future utility. He does everything super intentionally. Um, so yeah. it will I, come back around. The the thing that I and we've it it was mentioned before long ago, but I don't think some people realize it. I mean, three penny has a real value, and the people paying you are the owners who bought the team. Like that's where the money for that came from. And so there's only so many times you can throw some form of for internet money at someone and then not do anything with it. It's not just the three penny cost either. Um, you know, we play this as a team, right? So at the end of the day, like if we're not participating at that level and we're losing, you know, we're losing out on other rewards within the ecosystem. And, and that goes back to, okay, well you declared for free agency and we signed you and we pay you. Now it's time to, you know, pick up your end of the deal, right? Otherwise, you're taking from everyone else on your team. And that's not what teams do. See, season 11, you'll see a leaner, meaner monsters. And if you ever want to look at why moments like this. And again, and, and like, it's it's not just that. It's like the, not, not even like saying, like, if you've got something where you can't do it, I get, like, talk to me. Like, post in there. Like, I, I did kind of shut down DMs a little bit because, they got there's too many weird like little side squabble things coming my way and i don't care about those but like post in there like just like hey i legit had blah 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 i was in a coma uh i was on the run from the feds like we get it everyone's been there but like just like if you're just silent for eight months and then you swing back in and you're like go monsters season started it's like cool it's your last one you know like <laughs> that's that's where i'm getting with it i don't know yeah no i mean to your point about the uh, the Pepe drop, I remember the first night that it was scheduled, and we had we had some delays and whatnot. And it was like two three a.m. in the UK for Ordrex, and he was he was up, you know, he was he was hanging, he was waiting, he was doing his part. You know, we wound up. I had him send me his Pepe, and I said, you know, if it, if it does drop tonight or whatever, I'll buy it for you. And he had to be up at like six a.m. <laughs> he had to be up like three hours later, and he's. He's there. He's he's putting in the effort. So I told him, hey, send me the Pepe. If it drops tonight, I'll buy it for you. I'll send them to you when gas is cheap. And yeah, I was dying. I really I couldn't wait for threes to announce the delay because I could not stay awake and my head was killing me. It was 
dead, dead lucha time. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, but you know, it, it, it's. Uh, I think you. I think you're right. I mean, if if you have to convince people to participate, yeah. I don't know. I don't think. I think that's the the biggest lesson I've learned from the first year of franchise era is that I can do lots of things, but I cannot make you give a shit. So, um, yeah, I'm not saying everyone, I'm not saying everyone who missed that doesn't give a shit. I'm just saying that, you know, our, we're not going to, I'm not going to add the team six, seven times to do something. I'm just not going to do it. Even if that comes at a consequence and a cost to our team's performance, I, I mean, what do you want me to? What do you want me to do? Bandwidth that they're tagging, like it hits at some point. Where like three's already posted it four times. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I, I saw someone be like, yeah, well, I didn't see it until our ping with 20 minutes to go. And it's like that was the fifth ping. You know, like it, it doesn't fucking matter. Like it, you can't. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a surprise drop, too. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't like we just sort of like it came out of nowhere. I mean, we talked about it on LSGs, um, and I understand you know time zones, and I'm not saying there could be no excuse and we've all had difficult weeks or travel or so uh, again i'm not trying to paint with an entirely broad brush but you know and i'm sure that 99 percent of the people who listen to the pod aren't you know kind of the people we're talking about here at all but you know yeah you do you do what you can and decisions were made and it'll come back around and that's okay um you know no one's going to get everything we know that um so yeah, you do your best and, you know, perhaps it's another uh, learning opportunity and yeah. That kind of bridges on to Threes' fuckwad speech from the week, um, which was behind the grotto doors. So like, I'll, I'll do the diligence of not doing too much into that. Like, I don't want to steal the alpha or whatever, but more and more the project is going to prioritize active participants, swipe holders, things like that for primary. So trains, we said it, we already said it, trains leaving the station, stay active, get a sword. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think it's an interesting conversation. I think it's also usually beneficial and accretive to people who do care, right? Because the fact of the matter is when you distribute tokens, whether that's base cards or participants or anything out to people who really do not care, what is going to happen is that they are going to hit the exit at whatever sort of you know time they either they need to or they just want to, which I mean it certainly has a deleterious effect on its price. It just keeps uh, for example, let's let's talk about the Pepe X3Zs. You know, Luch has 69 of those. I have 66 of them. And, you know, a handful of others who are deeply involved and entrenched in the project have large quantities of them. Those aren't really going to be available for sale because those people won't be selling them. So in order for them to shake loose, you either have to make some sort of extremely compelling offer or it's just simply not for sale, which then makes it more difficult to get, which then makes it more scarce, which has the effect, net effect of making it more expensive because I simply won't sell you, you know, an elephant man for $200 or $300. I just, I'm not interested in that. Um, obviously everyone, everyone, there's a price for everything, but my price is different than 
someone who doesn't give a shit. Um, and, and not just me, I mean anyone. If, if you deeply care about the thing that you have, you treat it differently, right? So I think trying to prioritize swipe holders and people who do care and not necessarily just giving things away to people who are largely apathetic, it really might seem scary to the grotto, but it actually is eating your vegetables is good for you. These people don't need these things. They don't care. They will just sell them and cheaply. What What's funny is like, and I know Threes knows this, <clears throat> but there's a balance somewhere where you still have to get it to some of those people because we need someone to sell. <laughs> like if there's, if, like, but I, but um, like you need some level of market. And if we're all just like, Hey, it got to the right people who love you and we're playing the game. Like I, 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 I joked with them at one point, I was like, you'd almost have to go like Netflix model of like, yep, we got your items and now we have them and we're playing the game. Like there's, there still has to be some balance. I do think, I do think there was something you could hear in the air during madness where as it got rarer and as the wheel became more unkind, it trended highly towards the, who the fuck is that? You know, or like, are they in this still? You know, or things like that. And I, <clears throat> I do think that was a reflection point there. Um, because in general, I think we do hit the balance pretty good of like people who've tried, people who are holding, people who are things. It's like an 80-20 or something, you know, just off the top of my head or like, a, you know, even like a 10. But like all of a sudden it was like one out of seven that participate got the thing. And it's like, eh, you know, so I do I do think he was like, all right, hold up, <laughs> like, you know, so like. I, you know, I, I, I have full faith. He understands like the balance there, but I, I do every now and then I'm like, oh yeah, he still kind of needs some people who are just kind of around just to move something around. It's like, no doubt. And yeah, absolutely. I don't want to, don't want to suggest that there shouldn't be a secondary market. And I also don't ever begrudge someone for selling something at all, ever. I want to be crystal clear. And, and I know you didn't say I didn't know you didn't say that I said that at all. I just want to, I agree with you. There does need to be a secondary and everyone has a price and there is nothing wrong with selling whenever it is that you need to or want to. I don't want to suggest that there is a problem with that, but there's a certain kind of seller who, you know, really doesn't give a shit. And they're here doing the absolute bare minimum, filling out Google forms, not buying inserts, not listening to LFG, not listening to pods, not, they, largely just has found this free money machine and yeah, they'll toss their name into the hat every single time for it and be very happy to take your liquidity at every turn. And that's, yeah. yeah. And I think you phrased it appropriately when you said, that's not what I currently value an elephant at. Mm -hmm. That wasn't you saying like, I'll never sell an elephant. It was right. just saying like, I see more use and utility and future for it. Like I, that's the perfect way to look at it. Like, dude, before before I Need Beers DPO1 got popped, it was just like a fuck you, buy it from me number, right? You know, and then there was a leveling out at that, at that spot for them. And so it was like a, I don't want to sell it, but if you gave me this much money for it, like, yeah, I'll sell it. That's 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 how it's done. Beer's a great participant here, you know. Like, oh, of course. 
so it's like that's that's that that's that difference right like so no doubt and yeah it's nothing wrong too with someone who says you know to me i do have to sell or i do want to sell an elephant at 300 there's nothing wrong with that i'm i absolutely no nothing wrong with that i simply said that's not the price that i want and right. it's also not 400 and to the extent that people feel that deeply entrenched and committed to the things that they own that is actually beneficial for the community itself because you know the, the days where people would just hit random offers that i would put up on things and those would get lifted you know that that isn't good for the rest of the holders if people are saying well you know like i know the that there's one listed at 200 but a guy made an offer at 60 and well, you know here i am reese has talked about it before too where you know Obviously, everyone has different circumstances and, you know, there could be times where you need to do that. And not, but, you know, most times if you just went to the marketplace and or said, you know, hey, um, how about 120 or something? It, someone would probably someone would probably hit that, too. And that's better for better for the community itself. And, you, think and Crow, you, you, you think Crow did it the right way, putting those cat moms up for auction, kind of finding the secondary value there? Uh, to me, auctions, the you're always we've we've talked about auctions before in passing here you're always some people need a payday to think you know to hit somebody people need to think uh it worked um got them sold not too far off from what floor was they moved people knew they had to go ahead and take advantage of them in general i wouldn't stack too many auctions up and also i would post in the marketplace and say I just started an auction because you know, like, but it's just like, um, man, I don't know because like I had something else I was looking at, but I definitely had to take advantage of the cat mom at that price, you know, but it was tight. I didn't really have much. I, I had 0.3 more Tez on deck, you know, like you're just assuming people are liquid and, available that day that 27 hour period in the market that you set it up for or whatever it's a little bit of a risk um typically yeah, it, you're right stupid you'll sell it so he it, did he did mitigate the risk by at least throwing you know a pretty healthy um reserve yeah. on there so yeah 75 percent of floor it was a smart <laughs> reserve or whatever yeah like, yeah so he mitigated the risk a bit yeah i i I agree. It was interesting, honestly. It was. It's not often we get to clear the market essentially and find out. You know, okay, you guys tell me what they're worth. So, I, I thought it was interesting. Is uh, it's always fun to see stuff like that. Um, I like. Because, yeah. I like on-chain validation of the market, even when it's below what the previous sale was. If it's close, I I don't love how much. Uh, <laughs> There's a certain level of like, well, if you're going to dump, you know, dump it, do it offside. And like, depends, you know, I, I like to see reoccurring sales underneath the history. Even like if you're used to it in ETH, like talk, man, when first summer of apes, like week to week, it would go like eight to 16 and pull that back to eight. And then it would go back up to 16 and pull, there'd be like a, a, a little back and forth and it's fine because like you still show the movement. So I appreciate that versus like going in a market and saying like, 
first four people to give me 350 on these cat moms you got them you know and doing it offside so like i i like the auction uh, you just again it four of them middle of the week sometimes you're 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 risking like who has money available time zones too right i mean it's it's not point. easy so yeah. but those yeah, are the uh, highest sales right clothes. like huh those were the highest sales right for those cat moms? I don't know. I don't I don't I definitely wouldn't no, I wouldn't think so. Unless they no, were off no. chain. I would unless they were off chain, those are the highest on chain sales so far. In fiat so, or Tez? In Tez. Yeah, I didn't yeah, I didn't do any USD checking, but it does establish that on the record. And that's one thing that yeah, I would agree with you guys. I like to see that. Did I, I don't I don't know. So yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, it just like stair stepping has to exist a little bit, right? Like a little bit of value thing. So like, there's a healthy middle. But like, what we're saying, what what threes basically got to with the fuckwad talk is you're gonna need to be a little more of this project to keep getting stuff at thing. And then that's not a secret, and that's been kind of built up. But there was a a bit of a reinforcement to that concept. Um, yeah, and and to not fear it, and I think. Maybe I don't want to put I don't want to put uh, words in Threes's mouth, but I that's how I interpret it as to why the Grotto shouldn't fear it is that you know you feel like you might be losing something by losing some of these people, but you're really not because they were never really actually here. That's that's a good that that is the the right part of that to bring up because <laughs> there's a portion of that he was. It felt like I could feel like the spotlight on me when he was discussing it because we have fundamental discussions around that concept a bit, and you know it it is a you know a next step and something. It, it was a smart way to like prep prep mentally um, around how things will keep changing. You know, like I do get tired of the unsolicited DM of, "Hey man, I'm trying to get some liquid. You want to look at these items?" And it's like. One, just fucking list your price. Don't make me guess. If you're going to do that, at least tell me what you're looking for. Because I'm probably not going to do it. But like, if you say, hey, I've got a monster here for 900. It's like, all right, we'll talk. But like, if you make me like go back and forth in messages, I don't have time and I don't give a shit. You know, like, so like, I would, I would be fine with those going away. <laughs> like, well, yeah. And I mean, that's actually a perfect example. And uh, perfect. it's like, you know it's you know, you're just essentially you're essentially hitting up people who are you know either have deep pockets or buy a lot of threesomes and saying like hey be my exit liquidity which you know I, I again i'm not saying you can't sell stuff and i'm not saying lord knows i like to buy stuff but you know you coming to me yeah yeah or luch every few days and saying wow. like hey want to bail me out essentially and i do but i do and i do want to set uh, either an all-time high for it or damn near it which is kind of not how this works so and i do want to put one <clears throat> one clarifying thing in there i did make a point to say unsolicited um you know i had a very high priced transaction late last year but it was built around the fact that I had some offers out on a couple things that were related to it. And it was a certain scenario of like, Hey, maybe we can talk about a bundle here, things like that. That's different. But if you just out of nowhere, I don't have, you know, any, anything on yours, anything, you know, shown related right now. And you go like, 
hey, I'm trying to get some money together. You want to look at my wallet? No, fuck you. Like, what is that? Who would you, like that? That's just saying like, hey, be my salary or be my payroll provider. Like, it's just so that stuff will weed itself out as the other part. So like that mental prep of that, that's going to help me cross that bridge, I think. So I'm, I'm sure you've had that happen to you. So on the point of uh, being your payroll provider, did you want to talk at all about um, Three's latest pod where I was uh, the sounding board there, where he was talking about people using the blockchain as Venmo, basically? Yeah, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed the episode. Um, and I think he raises a lot of really valid points. Um, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I, I, I agree with a lot of what he said about you know, who and how and why the people who are deemed tastemakers are tastemakers. Um, it's, I mean, I, I'm not saying that every single person who was involved in in some of those things that, you know, that, that, that progression that he discussed, the pop shot to Nifty Gateway to PFP cycle and, you know, I'm not saying that everyone in that you know, shit, some people were probably just very fortunate and or you know, well-connected and there was no criminality involved. But to consider those people tastemakers as it relates to digital art or art, let's just like step back and zoom out a little bit and remember that they collected basketball, digital cards, then flipped JPEGs on Nifty Gateway, then participated in jpeg uh, i'm sorry in in pfp jockeying um there's nothing wrong with any of those things but i would also stop well short of calling that person someone who knows anything about art or necessarily even crypto they are just in the right place at the right time or we're fortunate i i don't know that that's time example that was yeah. time and market better than timing and market um i i <laughs> So it's funny, Kitch, the, the thing that caught my eye. So I've listened to half of it um, because I have a road trip today. I was going to listen to it, but I knew we were going to talk about it a little bit. Um, he was speaking about two specific people and he was laying out their history. And then Kitch would be like, or that it's sneaker stuff. And it's like, he'd be like, yeah. And I'm like, no, Kitch, he's talking about the people who made the tweets this week. It's like two specific examples. And I'm like yelling at Kitch across the pod. <laughs> And it was I so don't pay attention. Like, oh, they no did idea. this. And I'm like, no, it's the ones that actually posted like, don't, you know, like, uh, it, it, so anyway, I, the thing I glommed onto on that part was the gatekeeping by lucky assholes. And I think gatekeeping the first type around time around is why I pointed to apes and said, these are going to pop. Because you were like people who entered around Top Shot, we were getting talked down to by like all these crypto punk avatars. And all of a sudden it was like, this is the cool thing that's ours. And I almost, I'm not calling it this early, but the energy around Pepe the last couple of weeks has been that same, fuck you, this one's ours energy. And the specific, he wasn't calling out the name, but it was Jimmy who had been around. Like he, you know, had the project Avastars. Avastars helped me make a little money when I first got into stuff. There was some interesting concepts around it. It wasn't, he wasn't just a, a mentor. Like he had an, a very interesting project with like 
you could you could uh you would look <laughs> you would scan random screens and if you saw items that you thought someone else would like you could market you could have a stack of 10 items that you marked for consignment and then if whales who didn't want to like browse through them to find the right thing go to the consignment store and bought the one you found they would pay mint plus a commission to you i made like an eth just finding items for someone else to buy it's a really cool store and plus the reason why people would get them is because after the five generations, they were going to be able to make their own specific one out of the traits. Does that sound familiar? Using traits of items to make something else? Like, it, he wasn't just a lazy participant here. And that's why it was so fucking demeaning to see this guy that did make some money on Top Shot, did make a fuck ton off apes, to just say, like, if you're collecting this coin or if you posted about it, just unfollow me. It was like this whole, like, uh, I guess it's the Batman Returns, live long enough to become the villain type thing. Like it was one of those, and 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 so like you can take that energy and put it around those other people that have been here longer and got lucky as fuck to be here and corral people where you should go and to corner things because they had more money to hold and stuff to like tell you like now nah, you're doing this thing wrong, and like that's that same energy that makes me now look at the Pepe thing and be like. I'd already took profit once a little early, but I'm holding the fuck out of the rest of it because there's that real like screw the man energy and it's like a fun like upswell again. And so like that was what I glommed on to was the man like it's it's just like what I was hearing from him is, you know, we always make the old threes jokes. And when I first got here, it'd be like the dude, your computer's from Windows 75 or something and like you can't run this like. I think one of the things that interests me here is like how adaptable he remains when you could just be grumpy and like say like we're doing our thing test for life you know like we're sticking sticking it to him we're gonna do our thing like that was what I was pulling off and like like I said I didn't get to listen to the second half but I was really reassured by like that kind of that whole like old threes is gonna remain adaptable and fuck it if he didn't like swivel into and again, with blockchain and with all this shit, you gotta you gotta measure it in days, not years. Like he picked a winner. It's it's a winning thing to be attached to. Even if in August we can't say the same thing and it's all collapsed, it's not how the space works. Like we're in a we're in a we're in a very short attention span area. So like I I really picked up like that, like rather than having that mentality of like judging what's coming through it's like being open to it looking at some of the other things around it and just like you you never stop like adapting to the space and like trying to figure it out so like that was what i picked well and then and i think it's like you know want to know how i know jimmy didn't make any money on pepe yeah right tell me you didn't make money on pepe without telling me you didn't make money on pepe uh your <laughs> tantrum there you go. Two weeks ago, hit one button on Blur and sold 23 apes. You know, like, dude dude pulled in 1,200 ETH two weeks ago, and you can't just, like, chill the fuck out that some other people made money? It's so disappointing. Like, well, the thing to say, like, unfollow me, it's like, shouldn't um, you just unfollow or, the people that you don't want to see stuff from? Like, it's just so pretentious to be like, unfollow me. It's like, fuck off. Yeah, it was, it was a thing. And it's just like that, like, you know, people get that way, right? Like, 
uh, I did all this. I'm self-made. I did this, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, oh. So, like, I, it is just, like, choose your gods better, I guess. But, man, it was a hell of a thing. And just, like, all you have to do is be one of those dudes. It's like, hey, man, suck that I miss it. Happy for my buds. Have it, <laughs> Wag me. You know, like, find the next one. You know how many times we've had to, like, suck up missing, like, a quick 40K in this space if you, like, hang around? You know how many times I had to swallow, like, I went to go see Shang-Chi in the theater, came back, Toads admitted, you know, like, and, and Toads would have been a quick 40K, 30K, like, you know, it's just like, I didn't say, like, fuck your Toads, like, right. you just look for the next one, it, it just like, but I really appreciate Threes's thing, now, it, it was funny at first, like, two weeks ago, I was like, dude, this is your world, like, all of a sudden, you've got this hot new girlfriend named Pepe, but, like, it, it there was there was something in the consciousness to to glom onto and fuck it he did like I love it and force you dummies to like figure out swapping things and get onto a new chain it's a good move yeah so he also spent some time on the pod discussing I don't, I don't think you got to this part yet Luch but he was talking about how you know I guess the, the distinction between being a blockchain artist and selling things and accepting crypto. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that was really, it's not a new conversation necessarily, but it's really well articulated. It's been discussed yeah, I mean, on Twitter a bit too this week. And I know like for me, when I'd look at Nifty, like I missed any Nifty money. So I was like, we're just buying, buying prints and posters here. And it falls right into what he was saying. Like it was people just saying like, I'm going to sell 700 of these. Here's the money for it. You know, like pay me in crypto but you're not a crypto artist you're not using the blockchain in any capacity either as it relates to understanding your collectors and using the information from the blockchain to you know add a utility component or to build a relationship or to understand who else they collect not even or to use the blockchain as part of the medium itself um and with nifty gateway as an example they didn't even do it well like if you had an edition of 10 and it didn't sell out they still have those editions on their omnibus like account like it's if it, they actually have 10 editions exist but maybe only seven were actually sold to someone so there's still the full amount it just doesn't like I, you have the technology at some point i've got a contractor that's swinging by i might have to run away from the screen so if that happens it happens um I, I'm, Therese talks about a lot, like, people aren't collectors here. Like, the reality is, is there's a percentage, a small group, you know, that are, are still, like, I like the idea of just, like, of some of this art being cheaper and having, like, a little owner record that I have it. Um, but, like, I know that puts me in the minority. And I don't like how hard it is to, like, associate something with the actual artist from like a nifty or things like that and it, it just like it was all just like you treat it like nothing it's going to be nothing but yeah uh i gotta check the door real quick yeah. so kiss anything else you want to say about the uh the uh odd you you did with him on wednesday no i think people can go listen to that for themselves it's a pretty short one so just strap in it's a lot of threes just with me peppering in idiotic comments um as i tend to do it was great uh, it was I good it. to be on a podcast with him again, just chopping it up. Uh, it's been, a, I guess we got this, to do it the other day, but. 
Yeah, it's kind of like uh, kind of like the first iteration of this, the first 52 weeks. So. Yeah, he uh, he jumped on and was like, uh, do you want to be the guest today? I was like, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you, you lost you thought you lost your touch. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know, man, I can't keep up great. with this. I don't I don't keep up with the market in general. Don't really keep up with like news. Like I didn't know that he was talking about Jimmy. Like I had not seen those tweets. So I thought he was kind of doing the old man yelling at a cloud bit a little bit because I like <laughs> don't right. know. But apparently, yeah, it, if it was Jimmy.eth, like that's a big name and you shouldn't be saying stupid shit like that. And it makes more sense now. But I think we're just in a great spot, to be honest yeah. with you. Like I, I'm not worried at all. And it's probably because I am insulated and don't worry about anything else. My life has gotten so much better not worrying about the next thing. And like just focusing on three's universe has just given me so much more uh, at ease. I don't know. I'm just, I, I feel good about it. I'm not worried about Tezos. I don't care what that price is. Like we'll keep selling our stuff for some blockchain internet money and it'll all work out. Like he's just building the value there. And to one of the points you guys brought up earlier about like, Every time we use the Pepe X3Zs, right, and this could go for any card, with the different utilities, it's building value up to different people, right, because of maybe what they've had to use, you know, maybe they had to use burn that to do the second quiz, right, and that means it might make the value to another person who didn't have to do that different, knowing that, you know, that was in use somewhere else, and to think of something like, um, inserts, right? Knowing all the different ways you can use that, or maybe you've had to burn 50 to get this other thing and you remember that. And it's like, that's why a Marlena means so much to you, or it's worth this amount to you because you know how many times you've had to use it to get other things. And it's just, it's tied in a way to all of those other things. And I'm not articulating this in a, in a great way, but I get it. they're all linked together, you know? No doubt. I totally agree. What do you want to do? You want to hit the questions here? Yeah, and honestly, they're kind of things that we've hit on before. Um, Kels brought up uh, asking about threes and FOMO's discussion about like what's left in the Tezos art gas tank and what would happen if you know the whole thing collapsed. I mean, to be honest with you, we'll just use another platform, we'll use another chain, we'll we'll do whatever we need to do, but I'm not worried about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, how much is left in the gas tank? Let's see. Um, you know, it's hard for me to say. Um, I imagine it's pretty dead. I don't know. What's your level of interest in other things happening on Tez? It's, mine's about I mean, a zero. I still have like two other people that I enjoy their work. There's not a whole lot going on with them right now. Like Alex Delia, I love Artifact Quest. He kind of took a hiatus for a while. He's starting to do new things. He had an open edition the other day, and I think it only sold one to me. And now it's a one of one. And I feel terrible that it's turning out that way for him. And I'll just buy one-off things from him every now and again because I do enjoy it. He does have a very broad narrative to this, and I wish there were enough collectors for him to like flesh it out and there's enough people that actually enjoyed it to continue building that out. But if it's not, then I don't really see myself continuing that. And, I mean, that's about it. I, I'll support my friends. Slime Sunday had an open edition on Manifold. Popped one of those just because he's my fucking friend and I like his work and I don't plan on selling that. And that's kind of where I am these days. Like I've built some connections with people through that snifty 
I still will buy certain things from some of those artists every now and again, but it's never with the thought of they're going to create any value for this, or I'm going to be able to sell it later for more money. Like I know that every piece I buy from threesomes, if I were to sell it five years from now, I will be making money on them. Like, I just feel that convicted. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. And then absolute, uh, what would happen in the absolute collapse of the Tezos NFTR space? Um, I mean, has, has that already happened? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Does anyone else sell on? Like, what are the numbers? That's what I mean. I don't How know. With it? Yeah, I don't know. We, we might be there, uh, you know, but I'm not too worried about it one way or another because, yeah, Threes is a lot smarter than this problem and all threesomes have future utility. So whether that's Tez or, or, or Counterparty or Nifty Gateway stuff or the other things on ETH, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, Tez was, you know, like FOMO said on on his his pod. You know, there was a really exciting point in time. I felt like where there was a, a zeitgeist that was happening, and it felt interesting and compelling, at least to me. Um, but I no longer feel that way. Sadly. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Like that was like good old days yeah. of like NFT collecting. You know, you just go out and buy things for five bucks here and there. And if it grew in value, great. If it didn't, who cares? It was five bucks. Um, I don't know if there's just, there's not enough people who have faith to where it makes sense for people to continue doing that. Like, and I think it's because to tie it back to what threesomes was saying, they were just using it as a way to get money from people at the end of the day. And well, so, that, and, and the participants were engaging in largely speculative behavior, which is not inherently good or bad, just that they aren't collectors. And if there's no longer money to be made, that is not really speculating them. You're right. Just losing money. I'm going to, I'm going to give you this money and this is going to be worthless. Yeah. And the fact the, the mass exodus demonstrates that there really weren't a lot of people who were actually collecting art. They were speculating. And exactly. the, speculative, the speculative play didn't materialize. So they're no longer speculating in that arena. That's how it works. So, I mean, I would think things are going to get worse. I don't know. I, I what I'm having a hard time thinking about some sort of event that would change the direction of what's happening there other than some sort of like massive bull in crypto and NFTs. And then it would probably ripple and trickle down to alt chains. But I I'm, not, I'm not thinking that's going to happen here anytime soon. So I think we have a better chance of it going the opposite way and going up and doing another bull run at some point. If if the banking system doesn't hold, you know what I mean? Like we've had some inklings that, you know, some of these mid-level banks have closed down Silicon Valley, uh, First Republic, stuff like that. If there was a larger like run on the banks or, you know, people have a large distrust in our financial organizations. That's when you see crypto bump up a little bit because people are kind of hedging that against like the banking industry. Sometimes they're tied together and you'll see them go down. I'd love if, well, if anything were to happen to banking, I would love to see crypto take up the helm and maybe push us into another bull run, but I don't yeah, know I mean, like, microeconomics that way. So. Well, like, I mean, like I agree that, it stands to reason. I, I mean, 
I don't know, personally, I've had this conversation with Reese, but I'd say the last three years of life has hardened my conviction on the merit and value of a decentralized sort of, right? Like perspective and whether that's, you know, monetary policy or I just probably shouldn't be controlled by septuagenarian white men. Agreed. But yet here, yet here we are. And now it's controlled by 30 year old white men. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's not controlled by anyone if it's decentralized. And that's sort of the inherent value, at least from my perspective of it. And, you know, as you see things like Silicon Valley Bank, you know, and, and First Republic should, I don't know how it doesn't harden people's conviction on these things. But I think the fact of the matter is it actually articulates and demonstrates how fucking clueless Pretty much everyone is that you don't even see that crypto is an alternative to the problems that exist in these more traditional forms of finance and monetary policy. Well, the people policy. that run the big exchanges have something against them, which is negative media press. And I think that's what all of the lemmings out in the world see that, oh, well, crypto must be corrupt. Crypto has all these problems. I don't trust that the same way I don't trust my banking system. And they're missing think, the decentralization aspect of it. I think it's also probably largely a function that, you know, as it relates to who would stand to lose from crypto, gaining a greater foothold would be governments and whatnot who do control these They're things. not going to lose. So they don't want to lose now. Will they be able to hold the dam back? I don't know. I mean, to me, everything that happens and everything that's happened over the past few years and continues to happen just, I, don't know, I can't say it another way, it just simply hardens my conviction on what the use case of crypto is. And it's not collecting JPEGs and fucking pictures on the internet. But, you know, I guess that's just me. Uh, I'm not saying that we don't use it for that, but I think that is largely not the appropriate way to view it. I understand we're using it for that currently, but, and, and I'm not saying that you can't use it for this, but, you know, collecting pictures of frogs and shit on the internet is, you know, I don't know. I think you're missing the larger picture. Um, but, you know, everyone has their own reasons and my mine are no more valid than, theirs so cheers and then uh we got a second question from chain c von hotfoot which i i don't know if that's blockchains yeah uh, yeah but we kind of went over this too so what's your favorite storyline or part of the lore i think you can go back two episodes and we kind of discussed in depth like some of the lore that's going on if we're talking about my favorite just real quick i mean it, it's the shana saga i mean i just that stuck with me as the point in time where i realized that it's all connected and that'll always probably be one of my favorite parts. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find out here at some point. You know what's going on with uh, our boy, Ivan, De Jesus. See if he uh, see if he's falsely accused or what. You know, it's, there's a lot there. But yeah, there's so much. I'd say, yeah, you, you, we definitely did talk about this. But like, gosh, you know, I don't know. I feel like my answer changes week to week and whatnot. Now this week, I don't know. I'm thinking a lot about Paul Russell. So uh, I don't know. I'm so curious about him. There's so much to learn. There clearly is a very 
rich narrative uh, for a dad to be and a vice principal of a junior high uh, who's so, also a sub. We saw the baby right in Father's Day on the Father's Day card, right? I mean, it stands to reason that's the baby. Yeah, I would think so. Now, we didn't, we didn't see the birth. We don't know anatomically what that would look like. But I learned about something today that I didn't realize was a thing, which is phantom pregnancy. There's a there's a fancy medical term for it. But apparently women can psychologically like make themselves believe that they are pregnant. They will the breast enlarge, lactation, miss periods, all that stuff. I wonder if Paul Russell phantom impregnated himself where he just believed he was pregnant enough and he just grew that gut. And then I don't, maybe there's a baby in there. Maybe there's not, we haven't really, I didn't see this baby get born. So that's, that's, I mean, it could just be breastfeeding a baby. We don't know it's his. That's what I'm getting at. Right. So this is still open-ended. I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there and, you know, maybe he, Maybe he did have a phantom pregnancy, and then I don't know. Maybe he had some sort of, you know, somehow but this he is how my fucked up brain works. Is I learned about that, and that's the first thing I thought about was Paul Russell. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? We live in this universe. It's wild. Yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're always learning, aren't we? Yeah. Another thing that hit me, that which we'll just hit on quick, is Pepe Frias. His name's Pepe. Will sure. that cross over in any way? Wow, you know that's that's like I hadn't I hadn't considered that. You know, maybe he could throw a little uh, you know dollar sign in front of his name, you know, and then right. he's truly Pepe. I Pepe. Just I I don't know. I just think about these weird things where it's like I could see a connection being bridged here if he wanted to go that route. And I don't want to discourage him if he was or like, I hate that we speculate and maybe step on his toes and then he'll pull back on something like that's my, maybe, maybe he'll make a Pepe Frias coin and we'll have three P Pepe Frias coin. And and then just the regular Pepe, we just need more coins in our life. I think we're safe to speculate here because I confirmed that he did not listen to this podcast because I brought up the Jacksonville Suns and uh, (laughs) he was unaware that that was added. So I heard heard that. I heard that on Wednesday. I got a kick out of it. So yeah, he is he is truly staying out of the kitchen. So he's a man Lovely. of his word. Well, Luch had to step away to uh, talk to a contractor. Uh, so I think we're just going to wrap this one up unless you got anything to close us out with. That's it, man. Cool. Well, thanks for participating in our podcast project and baseball's never been hotter. Right. <laughs> So hopefully we get some more spring break stuff. We'll see uh, the quiz results. Hopefully at some point those are going to be public. It is a team thing. So there's going to be some aspect of like, how well did your team do? I don't know if it's like on a, on a curve or anything like that, but we'll, uh, we'll see how we did and see if that leads into another stage of spring training or not. Yeah. Until cool. then we'll find out. All right. See you next week. All right, bud.